The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Talking free agent pickups and grading two-start starters here on the Friday edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Clay Link here with FSWA Hall of Famer Todd Zola. Kiss the ring, Todd. How are you on this Friday afternoon? Ring. I have a plaque, but you can kiss. You can kiss the plaque. <laughs> Doing well. Um, you nice need a night. ring too. I think the the the. I need to learn the secret handshake. We haven't been together as a group since uh, you know since the award. It's just the way it's been. Um, Doing well. My Red Sox aren't doing so well on opening day. Nice weather. Uh, my apartment search isn't going so well, but I'm I'm doing fine. Well, good luck with that uh, apartment search, man. I know it's you know I hate moving more than just about anything, and so I feel your pain. And uh, you know, I'm, my Reds are with the as far as the Red Sox go, two and five right now, and on Apple TV Plus for whatever reason. So I won't get to watch them tonight. I refuse to sign up for another streaming service. <laughs> uh, but by the way, I just had to start the show and to update people on Byron Buxton. Right knee soreness is what they're saying forced him from uh, today's game. And if you saw it, he he you know legged out a double, but then as he was sliding into the second base, he like hit the dirt. And did you say he like audibly yelled something? I, I That's what I read. I, I happen I have the game on, but without the sound, mm-hmm. and I didn't even see the play. So I had I read it about on I was such an idiot I I go oh Bucks insert you know on, I saw it on Twitter I'm then wait a minute I'm watching that game I didn't even so so like what 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 game is he in today I it's, it didn't it did not click doing some work and uh, had some distractions going on behind me earlier which I think are over now fortunately uh, some some work being done on the uh, on the roof of the place as my landlords get ready to to sell it hence my need for a new place to live I see yeah well. Uh, it comes back, you know, we understand and no, don't beat yourself up about it, certainly. Uh, but yeah, that Byron Buxton news is certainly not what people were wanting to see today, especially given the hot start he's on. And Teoscar Hernandez lost to the IL for at least 10 days. And I kind of feel like even though the idea of lineup protection is a little overblown, that this could have a ripple effect on that whole lineup for for Toronto. Still one of the best um, in the game, but losing to Oscar hurts. 
It does. Especially, I mean, you're replacing it with a Zimmer or Ramal Tapia or I don't know Kevin something Biggio. of that. Yeah. Kevin. Well, I, I thought. I mean, Biggio, Biggio Espinal, whichever one plays more, but um, for sure. But you know, projection—that's really not, not not really an argument for the for the for the day. I think um, it, it has to hurt, but they should they should be able to pick it up. Now I want to go back to a point, and because I'm confusing, I'm getting myself a little bit bamboozled. You mentioned ten DIL. Is it fifteen for hitters and ten for pitchers? Is no, I believe is? so. Here's my understanding. We went digging on this recently because obviously for our admin, we need to have the correct <laughs> yeah. designations, and we were all like, "What the heck's the deal?" So I believe that after the first month of the season, then it goes to 15 days for pitchers. So pitchers, if they're on the IL or optioned, it's 15. So that teams can't play this, you know, one start skip okay. thing. So okay. th- at okay. least that's my understanding. It, it's like very up in the air because the implementation of the change did not come at the start of the season. Very weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes, there's, and, and as we know, as we know, uh, we don't like to do it in fantasy leagues, but MLB has no problem. MLB has no problem making rule changes in the middle of the season. (laughs) So anyway, they make up the rules as they go along. Yeah. Uh, but Teoscar expects to miss approximately two weeks. He had a similar injury in 2020, and I think he may have had uh, like a minimum stay then. But yeah, expecting a two-week absence, and I think you uh, would be happy if you have Teoscar to get him back after only two weeks. Uh, some pickups from last night's Fab Run in the Rotowire Stake League. Before we get into two-star starters for this week, Kyle Wright, I paid up for 18 bucks. I also got Tanner Rainey at 13. So. I was kind of aggressive here. I I actually expected to be outbid by quite a bit on Rainey, but the uh, interest was kind of timid in this 14-team mixed league. I got Rainey for 13 and uh, Wright for 18, if I didn't mention that. So uh, I was pretty happy to get those two, and Kyle Wright I have high expectations for. We'll see how he fares tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm moderate with Kyle Wright. I like, I like some of the things we're seeing. Velocity was up. Um, threw fewer sliders and more curveballs curveball was a higher velocity which i haven't done this yet but i want to check out a couple that was uh, fan fan graphs classification sometimes that means it's just not being it's you know curve and slider more velocity it could just be that it's being classified differently so i want to look up at uh, doesn't all get classified the same i want to look up another source to see if he's actually changed his mix or if there's something else going on but um, cautiously optimistic, I suppose, with right. In some leagues, you, you have no choice but to go for it. Now, this, your leagues is the Thursday or or Friday to Thursday league, right? So, yeah, we have kind of weird lineup periods: Friday through Thursday, and then the yeah, Fab overnight Thursday, Friday. And you're getting two starts from them too, right? Yeah. So that's well, you're nice picking for this up particular eight, eighteen bucks is a long term pickup. That's not. Yeah. That's not. You don't pay eighteen for a two start pitcher. And as so I told you. I had a trade in the works and I actually went through this morning. So right. I traded Tyler Malley for Joey Votto desperately needed a corner bat. So I kind of had that in the works when I bid 18 for right too. kind of thinking here would be a nice starter to get to replace Malley. I don't expect no. him to be as good as Malley, but I don't, I don't know if it'll be that far off. I, well, um, I, I, I kind of like Malley, but yeah, I'm again, cautious optimism. We've seen a lot of, 
really good starts first start of the year and then not so good and vice versa. So um, sure. I mean, Kyle Wright could crap the bed tonight. I, I don't know if we'll go that surprised. far. Although, isn't that going to be a fun game? Isn't isn't he up against Gore? Yeah, that's right. Mackenzie Gore debuting tonight. Yeah, It'll that'll be, be a really fun game. That'll be the game I'll watch instead of the Reds on uh, Apple TV Plus or whatever. <laughs> um, and yeah, Tanner Rainey just looks like he has the job. That's why I thought he would uh, command a higher price. I thought 13 was kind of a keep him honest, but I was kind of happy to get him. Yep. Uh, Yoan Duran was uh, a pickup by James at 12 and Deekman at 11, Bard 11. So uh, four straight closers or closer candidates anyway after Kyle Wright. Then G-Man well, Choi, Oscar Mercado, Owen Miller. Not a lot of exciting beyond those those top players. Considering that you paid, you know, not a whole lot more for a guy who has the job, you got to like that. I mean, Duran, I understand the, the, the buzz. I mean, last year in, in 16 innings, he walked, he walked 13. You know, yeah. the, 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 he, I know his stuff is electric. The year before, 2000, well, there was no 2020. 37 innings, he walked nine. That's not so terrible. 78, walked 31. You know, that's not so terrible. Uh, but control can be an issue. So, and you know, well, I, to me, that's a that's an aggressive bid, a bid on the come, which is fine. I, maybe I'm not aggressive enough. And this, I'm number scouting. People like James actually scout. So there could be something to that too. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned, G-Man Choi, Oscar Mercado, Owen Miller, Lucas Sims, Jerickson Profar, Christian Pache, Jordan Hicks, Nico Horner. It's not a lot that's really exciting. Brad Keller, Aaron Hicks, Austin Nola, Dalton Jeffries, Felix Bautista from our resident Orioles fan. I wonder what he sees there. Uh, Paul Blackbird's kind of interesting. I had him on my waterfall. He's up like three ticks. Uh, Robinson Cano I got, but I did not start him today, of course, and he homered this afternoon. Dropped Michael Conforto to get him, so I'm kind of punting those uh, shares at this point. Seth Beer picked up Michael Taylor. We'll be talking more about pickups tomorrow on MLB Network Radio if you want to join us then. But anything else you want to mention before we get into two-start starters, Todd? Batista, five strikeouts, one walk in three innings. I mean, Jorge Lopez has been given the job but it's Jorge Lopez, although, you know, maybe a different reliever. So, I mean, isn't that, I mean, that's just a decent of a spec as some other players, right? I mm-hmm. mean, not a bad spec. Yeah, and he watches yeah. that team every night. So he's, oh, I feel he's bad. tuned in. So oh, it's too bad. <laughs> hey, I, I don't feel for him too much as a Reds fan, but um, all right, let's get into these two start starters. First, we'll take care of a little bit of business and we'll be back after these brief messages. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, welcome back to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Clayling here with Todd Zola on this Friday afternoon, April 15th, and we're looking ahead to the starters for the week of April 18th, tax day. Uh, I still got to do my taxes this week. Mine, kind of mine are due the 19th. Yeah, mine are due oh, the nice. 19th. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, you got an extra day. Very nice. But, yeah, well, the week of April 18th, and if you're unfamiliar with this, we grade the two-start options on a zero to five scale zero being yeah hands off completely and as i mentioned last week i'm trying to scale more conservative this year i i just want to be protective of my ratios and not dig myself much of a hole that i have to spend time digging out of i want to you know i've already had a few blowups here and there i don't want to compound those issues and really light my uh, my ratios on fire so i'm going to be skewing a little bit lower with my grades just uh, to reiterate that point but okay. Todd so Arizona mad bum Merrill Kelly Merrill Kelly man kind of getting some buzz and he's he hasn't been bad since coming back from overseas but uh, maybe unlocking a new level here nine into third innings 13 Ks four walks zero earned runs so uh, what do you think are you buying in on Kelly, before we get to specific grades, are you are you buying in on this? A couple of years ago, I was in. There was an increase in. There was something about it, an increase in velocity, something that had that piqued my interest between injuries and underperformance. Kind of for, I, I literally forgot about it because I don't remember what it was I liked. Um, so I think he's on my watch list. Um, grades this week, man. I have him in the zero range, but I'm not incorporating. You know season to date yet because it's such a small amount mm-hmm. i could see if you were not as unaggressive as you that you could pick him up and and, and go this week at washington versus new york mets um, so i'm going to give him a one um, but i understand if it, you need to see more yeah i'm actually giving him a one even with the more conservative approach this year just because man, these matchups are not so bad washington looks like Kind of a pushover, if I'm being completely honest. Obviously, on Soto in there makes them not a complete pushover, but they're looking uh, like a team to pick on, if, if I'm being honest, the Washington Nats. And 
The Mets don't really strike much fear. Mad Bum. I can see like in our top where it's head to head, but uh, I guess if I'm giving Merrill Kelly one, I kind of have to give Mad Bum one. Um, I I guess. I mean, I have him in the zero range as well, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to stay with the zero. Okay, I'm Mad Bum. I hear you, man. See, I say I want to be more conservative, and yet I'm checking in higher than you in the early going. Oscar Enoa. See, I feel like this is another thing that bleeds into the idea of being more conservative. It's because a lot of these guys that we expect to make two starts don't actually end up making that second one. So I think we had Enoa on our list last week. Now we have him here again. Maybe this is the week he makes two, but we'll see. Uh, At the Dodgers versus Miami. I don't think I can trust Oscar Enoa in in those matchups. I'm going to give him a zero. Oh, I'm going to go higher than a zero. Now, I apologize. There's some work going on behind me. I'm going to hit my mute as often as I can. So if you want, uh, Facebook may see me lips moving, but I forgot to hit the mute button. But I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go two with, you know, I, I, Dodgers are scary. Miami is not. And there's a potential win anytime he pitches with that team. So I'm going to go two with, you know, you know, I, uh, I was looking at early team stats and, I mentioned to you that the two team leaders in terms of run scored are the Guardians and the A's, and Miami on the other side of that. They are there's some talk in spring about how they look so good as a team, and they're just not hitting at all through uh, six games. I think they're averaging about three runs a game, so they need to get something going offensively there in Miami. Uh, for Baltimore, Watkins, Spencer Watkins, brutal year last year, and. I mean, his ERA over 54 and two-thirds innings was 8.07. So, I mean, that's that's not one where you need to really circle back, give him any more mind. That's a zero, Spencer Watkins. And what about man, who is this? A. Wells. This is already where we're at Ale- with this. Alexander. Alexander, Alexander. Wells. Yeah, he yeah. guess he, he pitched a little bit last year, 42 and two-thirds innings. He had a 6.75 ERA, so not all that much better than Watkins. Both zeros, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I actually, I, I need to update my list because I had Tyler Wells going, uh, not Alexander. Maybe they both are, but uh, I don't have Alexander two starts, but I, I, I pulled my numbers a little earlier than you probably did. Yeah, I just pulled this up. So, yeah, keep in mind, this is constantly changing our news crew. Adam Wolf and others do just a tremendous job keeping this updated. So, well, we're giving our grades here. Very tentative check back to the starters grid on Sunday before you do your fab bidding. Actually, uh, Me- Meigs isn't even in the list. Is he hurt? Uh, he, yes, he is hurt. He left a uh, game earlier this week with an injury. Okay, he must so that, be on that, the that, IL. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, he was probably yeah, he was recently. placed on the IL today. Okay, so that's yeah. Okay, once he did that, they they flipped it up since I did mine. Okay. That's good to know. Well, I mean, it's, it's, a bit, it's a not 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 good that it happened, but yeah, forearm yeah. tightness. And the injury has been clarified as an elbow strain. Yikes. Yeah, well, all right. That's not looking good for speculation begin. Yes. Are you talking about Grayson Rodriguez? Or just Um, Tommy John? Tommy John. But yeah, that 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 as well. That as well. Yeah. Anytime you hear elbow strain, that's that's uh really bad. I guess sprain means tear in the ligament, right? But strain still is bad as well. Uh, for the Boston Red Sox. So they got the Rich Hill Garrett Whitlock tandem. So I guess let's include Whitlock. And I think he'd be like a 
Jeez, he's been great. So in that piggyback role, wouldn't Whitlock be like a three at least? If not higher. Yeah. Um, if that's if if that's for sure what the what the Red Sox are going to do. Um, I yeah, I, I, I do guess like... it's not for sure, but we do have them bolded for Monday. So I guess that would mean for sure they're locked into that situation on Monday. Yeah, I think what I think, yeah, but I think what happens if, if Whitlock is needed over the weekend, then maybe they're not I don't know how, how strict strictly Cora, Alex Cora is committing to this. I mean, what if he's needed on over the weekend, Whitlock? So um, I don't know that he pitched in between the last time. I mean, he went four innings. So, he, you know, he may have thrown in the, you know, in the equivalent of a bullpen. But, I will, yeah, I want to pick up Whitlock more than I want to pick up um, who the starter that I just mentioned that I would go with. Uh, I'm sorry. I must have missed that. That's all right. The Arizona guy. Uh, 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 Kelly? Merrill Kelly, yeah. yeah. I'd rather pick up Whitlock than Kelly. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Uh, Whitlock's looking like even though the the roles in the bullpen, being that tandem tandem role, really actually is pretty nice for for fantasy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think he's he should be universally rostered at this point. Nathan Eovaldi versus Toronto, and then at Tampa Bay, it's pretty good two step for him. Uh, Toronto scares you, of course, but I think I'll give Eovaldi a three. Toronto more than scares me. I think I think yeah. it's not quite the same as Coors. T. Oscar, but yeah, yeah I don't remember. Well, I don't, yeah, even so, I don't remember if I mentioned this last week, but um, you know, I think getting you know a, a game. Well, this is at home, but getting escaping a game in Coors is uh, in, in Rogers Center is kind of like escaping a game in Coors. I've got to give you all the ranked inside the top twenty. It puts him as an air quote five, but I'm going to go with a four because I don't know that he's worthy of a five yet. Um, so I'm going to give him a four. And he, he didn't look all that great so far. But, again, early, this, that, the other thing. We'll give him a four. Yeah. You know, I think – yeah, I guess I'd rather have him – I have both him and Whitlock threes, but I think that's pretty close, like straight up, honest to God, for next week. Okay, well, that's fine. Uh, we'll see, though. We'll see. Uh, I got him both threes, and I got you down as a Whitlock three and Eovaldi four. So on to yep. the Chicago Cubs, Kyle Hendricks. Great opening day, and then we got bad Kyle Hendricks again in his second start. He's versus Tampa Bay versus Pitt. That second start that looked like such a layup was against Pitt. Uh, so, you know, you can't really count on Kyle Hendricks to even make his layups, but this does look pretty good. I think I'll give him a two. I, I can't give him the same grade as, Hendri- as an Eovaldi, I don't think, but I'll give Hendricks a two. Yeah, so he comes out 23 on the list as well. I'm going to have to adjust how I the scores for you and where they come on the list because that, you know, the old way did it's a four. I'm going to give him a three. Um, I just, I can't go one to 20 is a five, 21 to 60, or 21 to 40 is a four. I just, I, I can't go, I can't do that this year. So we'll give Hendricks a three, um, both at home. Cub, uh, Wrigley Field plays small early on. So we'll give him a three and just hope that the tunneling Kyle Hendricks shows up. I saw that the pitching ninja bestowed a great nickname on Justin Steele, calling him Justin Valerian Steele, uh, reference to Game <laughs> of Thrones. So um, I almost feel like Justin Steele may follow the Game of Thrones trajectory in that he's starting well, but I don't think he's going to finish well. I thought that series fell apart, and uh, Justin Valerian Steele, I feel like, is going to, and there's only one, one way to go for him. Right. So 
Got a one nine three ERA. Can only get worse versus Tampa Bay versus Pitt. I think I'll still have to give him like a, a one. I'll give him a one. I'm giving him nice. a one. Yeah, okay, I give him yeah. a one. That's fair. We'll see if he's, you know, if he shows something more, maybe I'll buy in a little bit. But right now, I'm not really paying much mind to to Justin Steele. If I was really desperate, maybe. So I'll give him a one since that's the case. We didn't talk about Nick Lodolo among our pickups. I think that's probably because he's owned in most of our leagues, but a little bit of a rocky debut for him. I thought the stuff looked pretty good, and he was delayed by rain for like an hour and a half, so circumstances working against him. At San Diego versus St. Louis, I like this, but I think I'll give him a three. Am I being a little overly optimistic on Lodolo? Well, he he, he ranks as a three, but I, you know, I've been going against them, at least on my system. Um, yeah, isn't it funny how, you know, the devil we don't know, we're more likely to rank a little higher. Yeah. I'll, I'll stick with the three. Um, not, neither San Diego nor St. Louis frightens me. They're, they both can get you for sure. Uh, one's at home against San Diego, then on the road. No, opposite. At, against San Diego at home and then on the road against St. Louis. So I didn't, I didn't catch any of the start, but we'll go with the three. See, I'm saying at San Diego, then home against St. Louis. But uh, yeah, I, I said that backwards. Okay, yeah. I just wanted. To yeah, I am. I am too. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm saying. I no, see I a lot. Of, I saw the time that we're going to do this backwards today. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of things backwards. So anyway, <laughs> don't beat yourself up. And you know, not a two star guy for next week, but I was really encouraged by what I saw by uh, from Raver San Martin last night, pitching in the follower yeah. role. So while Luis Sessa put them in an early hole as the opener, I thought. You know, San Martin really looks a lot better, and maybe they found a good, uh, good role for him for the time being. Kind of bring him in after the game gets started. Everything gets started. Everything's kind of settled down. But I know he had some nerves on opening day. Shane Bieber, Tristan McKenzie for the Cleveland Guardians. So they're versus the White Sox at the Yankees. Pretty tough, but I think Bieber. I'm not willing to put him in that five just yet because his velo's still a little down. But um, if he shows another starter two that he's the old Bieber, I mean, he'll be back in that five range. And I think Tristan McKenzie's going to be a three for me, even in these matchups. Um, I agree with Bieber. I mean, he's going to be ranked as if he's a five within my rankings. But it's, it's what I have to – the separation is they're ranked for the week – and two starts helped you that week. If you consider how they hurt you, help you over the course of the season, you can veer away from the weekly rankings. Uh, McKenzie, I'm not like what I see, but I guess I just need to see a little more. At New York scares me. I'm going to go two, but push comes to shove, I'd probably play him. All right. So you're on board with uh, Bieber four, and then you got yeah. you said McKenzie two, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm not convinced he's going five in both games yet, I, which is really, really crushes crushes the you know the two start week too. Yeah, then Chad Cool looks like he's at home against Philly, and then at Detroit, I think any sort of home start for Chad Cool takes him out of the mix. So that's a zero for me. Any kind agree? of start, any kind of start takes him out of the mix for me. Sorry, one more time. I said any kind of start in general takes him out of. No, I'm. I, <laughs> I know that there have been people that are waiting for Chad Cool to, you know, reshow those flashes of mediocrity that he once displayed, but I've never been on the cool bandwagon. Yeah, he literally, literally, like a... and, literally and figuratively, I've never been on the cool bandwagon. <laughs> I tried to be once in high school, but I failed. 
Um, but no, I, uh, yeah, cool had that fastball for a while, right? Like he, I remember when he was with Pittsburgh, people kind of liked his fastball, but it never yeah. really panned out for him. Dallas Keigel, Jimmy Lambert are both going to be zeros for me. Yeah. No sense of, no sense of belaboring the, uh, the point there. Yeah. I want to see you. I mean, where's Johnny C? Get, get Cueto up. I guess he's not quite ready yet, but yeah. I mean, starting Jimmy Lambert. And they're like the shoe-in for the AL Central. I'm not so sure. Anymore. Uh, for Detroit, Erod versus the Yankees versus Colorado. So a couple of home starts. You love getting Colorado on the road. and uh, Or I guess, you know, Colorado is on the road, not Erod mm-hmm. on the road. But uh, versus the Yankees, still kind of tough. So I think I'm going to give Erod a three. I'm going to go Excuse with two. Me. The Red okay. Sox kind of babbipped him. You know, they, they yeah. got... It was one of those games where you get a couple of bleeders and then a blast. You know what I mean? We see it all the time. He should be out of the inning. And just as you say, wow, he's getting some bad luck. Well, then you give up a home run. Kind of what happened with it with Rodriguez. And I believe Luis Garcia, the Astros was on this list last week. Was he not like, uh, this is just bound to happen. Not only with teams shuffling things around, but with rain delays, rain outs, this is just bound to happen. Well, so. he was, he was, uh, yeah, he did get hurt or this, the second start or he, he was out. Yeah. And um, we, he does have two starts this week. He only pitched four innings last week. Yeah. And only had, didn't he only have two K's? Uh, yeah. Well, four have? innings to depending on the, uh, on the, on the, uh, oh, one, K, one strike. Yeah, I'm, you know, dep- you know, I'm, when it's a four innings and you've been hurt, I don't get too goofy over it. Was Luis Garcia hurt? I, I guess thought, I didn't I, realize it, he was hurt. Um, there was some. I think it was in the NFBC. He there was some. There was some denotation. Maybe maybe his neck. I, mean, I thought he was denoted as being hurt. I hope it's not a mistake on their part, and they're pulling in the uh, the red suitcase from uh, the San Diego Luis Garcia. Yeah, because I'm not seeing anything you know. about him being hurt. Okay, but, yeah. uh, he did or throw four I, innings only and only one K. So maybe yeah, maybe I have. Maybe the, is we the, just don't know about. Well, no, I mean, it could have been that I was looking at the San Diego one and I made another mix-up. But um, anyway, so. A lot okay. of Luis Garcia's. Whenever we mention Luis it's Garcia to note, this little five. thing pops up five. where we have to uh, choose the right one out of like five. There's what are you going to say? Yeah. So there's five. Yeah. Why it's, can't uh, one of them be Giancarlo? <laughs> or maybe we could just like start using middle initials. I don't know. But I actually, versus LAA, versus Toronto, I like Garcia. I have a lot of them. I'm starting them, but uh, I don't feel so great about it after the 1K four-inning debut. So <sighs> I guess I'll begrudgingly give him a two. I'm gonna, I am gonna. I was you know, trying to figure a reason not to give him a four, and the, the reason is he's not going deep into games yet. So I'm going to go three. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, uh, and I may lower my innings – projection to lower him on the chart because I have him like, you know, 24th overall, 23rd overall right now, but two starts will do that to you. No two start starters for the angels They go on six man. They have a day off. So uh, they all check out. And then the LA Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw, what a season debut for him. Perfect through seven. Before we get to the grades, do you have any hot takes or strong opinions on, on that decision? It was the right. To, it it, stung, it stinks, but it was the right decision. It does. I mean, they, yeah, it's a it's a shame, but it's the right decision. 
And I, I have no problem with it because he seemed to have no problem with it. And he said, like, yeah. the Dodgers said, don't pick up a ball until January. Look, I mean, maybe he's just saying what, you know, needs to be said publicly. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I think what he wants more than anything is to be healthy and helping them in the postseason. So, um, yeah, it would have been nice and kind of cool. But, you know, if, if a week from now, if they'd let him in, let him stay in, then a week from now he's hurt. The backlash would be even more uh, substantial. I, I, I guess you can argue leave him in until he lets a batter up, until he has a batter on. But then, what do you get up to ninety-five pitches? And it's you know, do you take him? You know, at some yeah. point, yeah. No, so yeah. I mean, I mean, you leave him in there, and then some guy has like a ten-pitch at bat, and yeah, no. So I think too much. I no, you're right. I, I think the right it, again. It stinks because it's. Uh, it does reinforce that, you know, he's a pretty good pitcher. Sometimes we forget that he's a pretty good pitcher. Uh, I was was a little surprised just how dominant he was. 12 Ks. I know like, you know, he's kind of been working with this formula for a while now, Kershaw, where he's has diminished velocity, but it seems like maybe he's just found like the perfect sweet spot with uh, the curve and, and the pitch mix to make up for the declining velo. Uh, yeah, don't well, worry about while, the innings with it. Yeah, for a while, once the the launch angle revolution came into effect, I think people just kind of teeing off, like I'm either going to strike out or hit it out of the park. And I think you know he may have made an adjustment to that. But um, I mean, to me, there's going to be a few of them this week. But I think he's my first five. I think he warrants that. Yep, I'm going to give Kershaw five too. So uh, Clayton Kershaw five. Both of our first fives of the day. By the way, I was just looking at the box scores from this afternoon's games, and you know, it seemed like the Mets and Arizona were kind of close. Now it's ten to three Mets. So, uh, Cano homer, a Lindor double dong game. So two homers for Lindor. Starling Marte homer. Eduardo Escobar drove in a uh, a run on a double. So. Mets have blown this one open, and the Twins lead 6-1 over your, your Red Sox. Sorry to say. Yeah, so. I know. Uh, Verdugo did homer, though, earlier in that game, so that's nice to see. All right, so Kershaw is a 5. Next up, Jesus Lazardo, the talk of the town. I heard James say with uh, Jeff, like, I guess aside from Kershaw, Kershaw followed it up with a pretty similar outing, actually. Their, their final lines looked pretty similar. I guess Kershaw went 7, and Lazardo went five, but they both had 12 Ks. And James, what he said to Jeff was that uh, this may have been the most dominant outing we've seen from anyone all year, Lazardo. I guess until Kershaw stepped on the mound. But uh, <laughs> Lazardo looked phenomenal versus St. Louis at Atlanta. I think you got to give him a, a four. Yeah, he's down in my rankings because I'm still basing it off of expectations. So. Um, in my head, he's a four. I'll give him a four on the sheet. He's a three. Selfishly, I hope he's a, a six because I think I mentioned I, you know, it's all about me. Um, in the XFL, he's my it's kind of a semi it's a hybrid keeper dynasty league. I traded Jacob deGrom last year in a, in a dumping package and got back Lizardo. And there were some other pitchers I could have gotten, but I felt he was the one that I wanted for the next five years. I've been, you know, buyer or sellers or whatever remorse over the course of the winter, but so far so good. I mean, if, if the league ended today, I'd win the XFL. Talk to me in October. 
Yeah, I, I'm loving what I'm seeing from Lazardo. And if you grabbed him, I mean, you're just loving this. You're going to ride this train till the wheels fall off. But I do wonder if maybe those wheels do fall off at some point because you got to think about his injury history. You at least have to be aware that he had Tommy John before he was drafted. He had shoulder and lat trouble in 2019, then broke his pinky playing video games last year. So, you know, everything's great now. But, you know, rest of the season, you do have to be, I think, modest with your yeah with your innings workload and i think miami miami has the inventory to backfill you know and mm-hmm. i'm not saying and you know pretend you got hurt again playing a video game will put you on the il but you know with, with Ed, well and cabrera edward cabrera is not exactly a bastion of health either with mayor though they've got enough backfill that i think they can find ways to give cleverly give lazardo some extra rest before we move on, we have a question in the chat from Cali Loco. Put it on the screen here if you're watching on YouTube. Do you think Robles gets the closer job in Boston? Uh, I think it was situational. We certainly won't find out today. It was situational the last time that he came in. I think it's a shared. I think it's a it's a shared scenario with Deekman. Yeah, and we still don't know long term what's going to happen. So I think short term Robles will get some saves. Um, Core happens to like him, and, and I know he's pitched better in Boston than he has elsewhere. But that that last game, Deakman was needed to put out the, the Detroit Fire in the eighth, leaving it for Robles in the ninth. So um, yeah, he's he's going to get saves like that, but I don't think he's the guy. I mean, we talked. Ready to say I have he's a the feeling, clear number one. Yeah, I have, I'm, I'm prescient here. I have a feeling that tomorrow on MLB we're going to talk about some closers, and I'm going to talk about. Uh, actually wanting Tanner Rainey over Deakman slash Robles because at least he has it. I just feel as though we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, he might have a, <laughs> a good sense of that. Maybe we've already recorded the show. Oh, no, no, no. Don't did. go behind the fourth wall. <laughs> Is it tear that fourth know? down wall or fourth uh, wall down plenty. And Well, I think, well, people, it sounded like they were tearing the wall down while we were talking. <laughs> But anyway, neither here nor True, there. Good point. Real quick, a uh, word from our sponsors. Hope you'll bear with me. Then we'll get to the rest of these two-star pitcher grades, and we'll recap the grades at the end of the show. Better Edge. Bet against others with no fees involved. That's right. No pesky hidden fees to ruin your day. Better Edge is a social betting market uh, marketplace where there's no fee on each transaction. Better Edge is a social betting marketplace, and chances are it's legal in your state. We bring betting back to its social roots where you can like, comment, and challenge other users all within the app. Play without getting played at Better Edge. That's B-E-T-T-O-R Edge.com. Again, B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com. Sign up today. Uh, baseball is back. That's right. An entire glorious season, all 162 games. And live events resuming, uh, with live events resuming, you can actually be there to catch all the action in person with vivid seats. Every backdoor slider, every round tripper, and every double header can be experienced live. And with vivid seats rewards, you can start earning free tickets from your very first purchase. Just buy, collect stamps, and redeem. It's that easy. From behind the dugout to upper level, vivid seats has you covered for all the games that matter to you. And here's a pro tip. Buy tickets for your whole group, split the bill, and make progress towards your free ticket even faster. Just visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, life happens live. All right, Todd, back to the two-star starters for the week of April 18th. 
Uh, Brewers, I know they're starting Aaron Ashby, and it kind of seems like maybe they uh, go six-man again. I think that was the the idea originally, but I guess with some off days, they had Ashby in the bullpen. Uh, so no two-star starters for them. In Minnesota, Dylan Bundy, he's got a spotless ERA right now, but he's at Boston versus the White Sox. He allowed one hit and five in his debut, only two Ks. Uh, not enough for me to trust him at Boston and not the White Sox. So he's, he's a zero for me. Yeah, if you got lucky and started him that first game, congrats. Like me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Bundy apologist. I got a tip my hat to you. That's, that's a good I'm one. not starting him this week. No, the thing with Bundy is home run pitcher in a park that doesn't give up home runs. I thought he was worth a look. I forget why I had him in the act lineup the first week. Maybe it was against a team that doesn't hit a lot of homers. I don't know. I'm not keeping him in this week. So I'm going to give him a one. But I don't. I mean, it's going to take really desperate situation to start him. All right, I got you down for a one. Under the Mets, I said that I really want to reserve fives for the elite tier of group uh, of starters. So Scherzer falls in that bin clearly for next week versus San Fran and at Arizona. Yep. Tyler McGill's not there yet for me in terms of well, you know, track record. We just haven't seen it. But I think with these matchups versus San Francisco at Arizona. I think I'm going to have to bend my rule a little bit. And even though I don't have Tyler McGill in that five bin quite yet, I think with the matchups, he's a five. I have him ranked 12th overall. So air quote five, but I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick with it. He's not an ace, at least not yet proven. I'm going to go four. You're going to go four on McGill. Okay. But I'm starting him. I'm just not yeah. giving him the, the, uh, You're not giving the, him the highest. I'm not giving him the hat tip of a five just yet. You have to earn that. But to earn that from Zola, but um, I do too. Yeah, I, I do think like... so too. But San Francisco doesn't scare me at home. No, it's a, it's in a good park. You know, it's a really good. It's a, you know, it's a five matchup. But I'm gonna stick to my vices and give him a four. I like the tweet from Frank Stample of CBS earlier this week, noting that, uh, in his opinion, Garrett Cole without the sticky stuff is mid as a. Uh, MJF would say Maxwell Jacob Friedman, but that's you know obviously kind of a joke. But uh, you're really dating back to that sticky stuff crackdown. The numbers have been so great. I still have careful, Coles of five. Careful, uh, first couple after this crackdown, he struggled. We're a little iffy, yeah. Then he but so far this back. year he's been a little well, right. Well, so. yeah, bounced back and then he got hurt. Now the question is. Did pitchers start to find ways to reapply, well, reapply, to get away with the sticky stuff? And if which case they're not getting away with it this year, that's the concern. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to go so far as to say, you know, I mean, he's number one on my list this week. We just don't have enough information otherwise. At Detroit, and I'm Cleveland's going to cold. Believe it or not, the Guardians' offense is not going to stay as high as they are right now. It's, you don't think I'm they're going to lead the league? I'm going under a limb. I'm, I'm going under a limb here. Uh, they're they're, they're going to come down. Sorry. That's, mm. that's why they pay me the medium bucks. Um, yeah, I'm not saying Cole's mid, but I, you know, again, I have him five, but this is kind of like an ongoing storyline now, it feels like. Yeah. Something yeah. we got to watch for. Yeah. No, for sure. I got him five, too. What about for the A's? Frankie Montas, Cole Irvin? I think Montas probably... Probably a three for me, but Cole Irvin, I can't really trust yet. So I think he's probably a zero, honestly. I'm trying to decide why not to give Montas a five. Okay. Um, I mean, I think he's. I guess I've I think always he, kind of been just lower on Montas, but the matchups think, are great. 
the matchups are fantastic. And, you know, they're so good that I don't even, you know, Oakland's going to be not favored in most, most of their games. You know, I think he's in play for them. I'm going to go five. I mean, he's the sixth overall. I can make exceptions where my rankings are. I have him number six. So I, I can't not give him a five. Gotcha. And Irvin, are you giving him a uh, plus number or no? Yes, but not I don't think I don't think it's gonna be a lot higher than than a one, but um well it's 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 fifty one overall. I'm gonna give him a two. Those matchups are just too good and the park is fine. So uh I gotta give him a two. But I'm probably you know, I would go out and pick up Irvin if I need if and I understand what you're saying and I believe in it. You know, the, the part about being more conservative. If whatever reason you feel you need two starts, that's when I'm going after this week. It's just the matchups are too good not to. Aaron Nola gets a trip to Colorado to start next week. That kind of stinks. And then he's versus Milwaukee. I think if you drafted Nola, you don't really have a choice. I think I, uh, I guess I'll give him a four just because he's Aaron Nola. But that first start well, really scares you. First of all, I mean. You, we could discuss, is he really Aaron Nola right now? Yeah, right you know? now he's been You could shaky. justify a three. I mean, you could justify a three and, and by saying he's a really good pitcher, he's a little bit struggling, and he's in Colorado. Not, you know, not, you know, five, go down to a four, down to a three because he's not pitching well. I'm going to stick with the four, but I, I can, if someone would have said that, you know, I, I'm, 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 if someone says I'm sitting in this week, I'm not saying you're making a bad move. See, I hear you, but if I, had Nola, I just can't see a scenario. Oh, where I'm starting I like him. Swat him, swap him out of my. Yeah, I'm starting him, and I Only do have. Him, but I'm not. I'm not gonna, you know, even under my breath, snicker if someone were to say I'm I'm benching him this week. Yeah, you know, if you're stacked, if you're in like a ten team league and you you can afford to plug in another quality option, why not? Uh, yeah. So for the Pirates, Zach Thompson, JT Brubaker. I picked up Brubaker in my, well, I guess I drafted him in the, the reserve rounds of my main event, and I was thinking, oh, you know, there'll be some spots to use him at home. Ugh, probably not. So he'll probably be a drop for me. I think these guys are both probably zeros. Um, you see, you, I don't like Brubaker's skills, but... You have I mean, me with not this exciting. whole, you know, I mean, if if one's playing conservative, they are. I'm, I'm going to go with a one for Brubaker. Probably a mistake, but I'm going to go one and zero. Okay, probably fair on Brubaker. I just, I think I will probably just cut bait this weekend rather than deploy him. Uh, Sean Manaya, nice start with the San Diego Padres so far. One and one with a one three eight ERA. You get Cincinnati at home, and then the Dodgers at home. So that first one's a, a nice landing, and then the second one not so much. But I think Manaya's earned a rock solid three for me. <laughs> I'm uh, going five. I don't, I mean, oh. yeah. To me, to me, he's in that ace category. Uh, when you start rock solid, I expect you to say four, and I could, I could argue a four because of the Dodgers, but I'm going five. See, I'm not quite there on you know believing in Manaya, but he has been and, great since you know it pies. might be confirmation bias because I do have a lot of Montas and Manaya, so I'm, it may be some confirmation bias with that. But um, I'll, I'll stick with it because I have him ranked tenth overall. Well, he's a lefty facing the Reds, so Aristides Aquino will be in the lineup, and so you can count, you can pencil in at least four Ks, and then in a strikeout, uh, I mean four Ks in a home run—that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, Robbie Ray's velo is a little down, not like 
as much as uh, Julio Urias, but it is down a little bit. Versus Texas, versus KC. I guess, you know, if you have Robbie Ray, he's, he's a five. I don't have him anywhere, but I'll give him a five until he falls apart again. Third overall, I mean, you mentioned the velocity being down. The, the first two games are kind of cold, clammy weather. Um, I'm going to give him a mulligan. I'm going to give him a five. And for the Giants, Alex Cobb and Logan Webb, and they just keep churning out great starters. And, you know, Alex Cobb's been around a while, but it seems like he's found a new level. He's throwing harder. Uh, he gets matched up against Tyler McGill, but I think Cobb is, huh, I guess I'll give Cobb a four. I like Cobb this week. And yep. Logan Webb, I think if we're redoing drafts right now, he'd have to kind of be in that second ace tier. Don't you think Logan Webb should well, be he in was that in my, He was my... You know this. He was my kind of target in the yeah. fourth or fifth round when I wasn't uh, when I didn't take pitching early. So, yeah, five for Webb, four for Cobb. Yeah, Webb's fantastic, and I think just the lack of track record worked against him on a lot of people's minds and drafts because projections probably won't have him as high. But uh, yeah, I was with you, and I got him in the main in, in round four, so I'm thrilled yeah. with him as my ace in round four. Jordan Hicks. Electric arm, and he does have a win already. Did that? Huh. So he must have – okay, he got the win in uh, in relief. Yeah, so he's only thrown two innings so far, and uh, I just – without him built up enough to get a, a win as a starter, no interest in Jordan Hicks. He's a zero. Yeah, I mean, you don't hate the matchups, but he's a zero. Shane McClanahan at the Cubs versus – the Red Sox. So the Cubs don't look like as much of a pushover as expected, but uh, I still think McClanahan's. Uh, gosh, I guess I have to give him a four. Yeah, he, he carried was, away with a five quite yet. Yeah, he had one of those interesting outings where he looked like he was going to throw a perfect game, but he just kind of lost it. So mm-hmm. uh, Cubs in Boston. Uh, I'm going to rank 16th, but no, I can't go the five with him yet. So I'm going to go four. And John Gray, they put on the IL, but they didn't bring up a replacement in the rotation. So just with the off days, they were going four. So John Gray expected back on Tuesday against Seattle. And uh, assuming they keep things on schedule with their rotation, he'd be at Oakland to close the week. Just given that he's coming back from the blister and, you know, that such a short absence, no rehab. I uh, don't know if Gray is going to be capable of going five in that first one. So kind of like John Gray this year, but I think I'm going to give him a two for this return week from the IA. I have got him ranked 12, but I think I'm wow. with you. I pro- well, no, no, I, I think I 12. have too many innings. Okay. Yeah. And the way my system works, if I drop below five, it really crushes. Well, because it should crush the wins. It doesn't completely. I don't know if I, I don't think I explained this to this detail than the piece I wrote about the rankings, but if I project, you know, four and two thirds innings, oh no, he can't get the win. But to me, that's like anywhere between four and a third and five and a third. So there is, you know, that's it's a range. So within that range, he could get the win. Um, so, but anyway, the point being, I've got him that high, but I, I have to knock his innings down. You know, I want to be clear though that I don't know for sure that he can't go five. No, I don't Tuesday. either. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't either. I mean, I just play a little safe because he is on I've the aisle at- right now. I've been asking Pete Chanky for a crystal ball for the years I've been with you folks. And he keeps, re- he keeps telling me it's on back order. So, I mean, anyway, but the point being, yeah, I think I've got, I think I'm too aggressive. Yeah. I get him five innings, drop him down to four innings, drop him down to four innings up here. Yeah. I'm going to go with a three. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm with you, and I do like the matchups. Uh, I do like the matchups, but uh, I'm just curious what happens. I just drop him to four. I'll find him. We can go on to the next guy, and I, I will find where he's ranked. In the Rotowire Stake League, where we have Friday through Thursday a lineup periods, I benched him for that one start. At Seattle, we'll see how stretched out he is in his return from that blister, and then maybe I could deploy him for that Oakland start. Uh, but managers in typical Monday through Sunday leagues will have a more difficult decision to face, John Gray. You right. say Kikuchi. I've always kind of been a Kikuchi apologist, but even here I have to say zero. Like I can't in good consciousness you know, recommend you start Kikuchi at Boston, at Houston. Oh, man. I want to say one. But no, you're right. Or You know what? It was later in the year, maybe. But I don't. I keep using the word desperate. You can't be that desperate this early in the year. No, no. right? You just can't be. So if, you're have, I'm, I'm, if you have a sense of desperation at this point, just go take a <laughs> bath or something. Walk the earth. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so I'm going to go zero. But gosh, it's gonna it would it's gonna be a painful zero when I do have to take him out. Wouldn't it be just classic Kikuchi for him to have like two gems when he's on your bench? Yeah, it'd be, you know, classic Zola. Classic. I have him on my bench for those two gems. <laughs> But I just, I'm sorry. Say in an AL only, you you kind of leave him in and just hold your breath. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I think in AL only, I could see it. I'm still going to go zero just to, yeah, yeah. I want yeah. people to avoid any blow ups there. Uh, Josiah Gray, an even four ERA so far versus Arizona versus San Francisco. Not bad. Um, let me just double check on him. So, yeah, he, you know, five against the world champs. Granted, the, the world champs don't have Freddie Freeman, so it's not really and or Ron Lacuna, so it's not really you know, it's a little misleading to say, Oh, he had five scores against the defending champs. It's not quite that same lineup, but right. that is a nice step forward for Josiah Gray. And I think just given his growth, I will give him a complimentary one. Are <laughs> you gonna say like three at that point? Yeah, yeah um go higher. <laughs> yeah, um, I have him ranked in the zero range, but I am with you. It's not, I mean, it hasn't incorporated, you know, do I know he's going to be better than I thought? Not yet, but he probably will be. So I'm going to give him a one. Finally, Yoan Adon. I don't know for sure if I'm saying that right, but I don't think it's Joan. So Yoan uh, Adon, zero for me. Yeah, he's actually the lowest ranked to start pitcher on my board, so. Well, fitting that he'd be last on our list then here. Uh, all right. So to recap, the two-star pitcher grades for the week of April 18th, 2022. Madison Bumgarner, I say one, Todd, zero. Merrill Kelly, one. Oscar Enoa, I say zero, Todd, two. Spencer Watkins, zero. Alexander Wells, zero. Garrett Whitlock, three. Nate Eovaldi, I say three, Todd, four. Kyle Hendricks, I say two, Todd, three. Justin Valerian Steele, one. Nick Lodolo, three. Shane Bieber, four. Tristan McKenzie, I say three. Todd, two. Chad Cool, zero. Dallas Keuchel, zero. Jimmy Lambert, zero. Eduardo Rodriguez, I say three. Todd, two. Luis Garcia of the Houston Astros, I say two. Todd, three. Clayton Kershaw back in the five bin. He's a five for this week. Jesus Lazardo, four. Dylan Bundy, I say zero. Todd, one. Tyler McGill, I say five given the matchups, but Todd, four. Max Scherzer, five. Garrett Cole, five. 
Frankie Bontas, I say three, Todd five. Cole Irvin, I say zero, Todd two. Aaron Nola, four. Zach Thompson, zero. JT Brubaker, I say zero, Todd one. He's probably a cut for me in the main event this weekend. Sean Manaya, I say three, Todd five. Robbie Ray, five. Alex Cobb, four. Logan Webb, five. Jordan Hicks, zero. Shane McClanahan, four. John Gray, I say two, Todd three. Yusei Kikuchi, zero. Josiah Gray, one. Yoan Adon, zero. So great stuff today, Todd. Thanks for bearing with me as we go back to backs with this recording session on Friday. Anything Ooh, you else? Bared, you bear with me this week. Well, we bear with each other, but you know, they, 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 my friends are back over my shoulder again, wrapping things up. So, anyway, well, it's always uh, a pleasure, man. And thanks for sharing your insight. Anything else on your mind today? Uh, check out Tout Table this weekend. We're asking people what do they look for early in the season, who are they worried about, and uh, Tout Table. I'm sorry, Tout Daily starts tonight. I have to. I used to be good at this. I need to get good again. I'm starting to do some. Uh, it's not the bat, Derek Cardi's the bat. It's 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 a very toned down version. It's like the fungo, my my uh, my version. Uh, it, it could break like very that. easily. You know, you only use it in circumstances and all caps practice. fungo. Yeah, more for practice, and it can break pretty easily if you use it in the game. But I'm going to use the fungo, the, use the fungo, in Tout Daily tonight and see if I can recapture some of my old magic and. Uh, and uh and, and and get back and we we play a league and i'm i'm a big fan of the 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 the, the dfs leagues so um anyway getting back at that it's usually tuesdays but this week it's friday cuz i wanted to give people an extra couple of days to sign up well good luck and it's funny that you'd mentioned Derek Cardi because we have him booked for tomorrow's xm show so james and i will be talking with Derek Cardi, creator of well, the Bats yeah. and the Bad X. If he hears the fungos out there, he may, I don't know, he may, you know, he may he have may to just go shut back down, and, shut down yeah, operation. Yeah, yeah, you know, the, the fungo, anyway. I like that. That's that's good. I, You know, I don't know if I've ever got my hands on a fungo bat. Swung a lot of different bats over the years. Uh, wiffle ball, yeah. baseball, but I don't know I fungo. It's, it's, it's weird. It feels weird. Um, I bat, yeah, Back in the day, we'd, we'd, get, we'd hit batting. Not, well, not, you know, I'd get infield practice with it. Um, so yeah, it, it, it does feel weird though. But yeah, check us out uh, one to three tomorrow with Derek Cardi on the show, Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, and uh, Jason Collette will be on the show as well in his normal time slot at two thirty. And check us out, Todd and I, on MLB Network Radio tomorrow if you get a chance. We're here to help. Let us know if you have questions for us, anything we can address in future shows, and hope you'll join us next Friday on the RotoWire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance.
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.